picture this. It's 1984. You're dressed up in your sharpest suit or your best taffeta evening gown for a dinner and a show with your sweetheart. The lights go down. You tuck into your veal parmigiana and the curtains rise. Who's waiting on stage? Find out next on $1 Vinyl. Welcome to the very first episode of this brand new podcast, $1 Vinyl. This is the podcast in which we find the cheapest secondhand records that we can, and we do our very best to give them a fair and honest review. I'm your host, Tess, and with me, as always, is our hoker. <laughs> and with me, as always... I take offence to calling me a ho host. <laughs> well, look, I've said it now, look, and that's was, what we're doing. It was my nickname in high school, and I'm very sensitive about it. Our ho-coast, Kat. <laughs> Welcome to $1 Vinyl. Thanks so much. I'm very excited for the first episode of our show. I think we should take a minute to explain the premise of why we're doing this show. Mm-hmm. So um, it's fair to say that we are both record owners. Yeah, not connoisseurs. Like, I certainly am not a connoisseur. Not really collectors either. No. I mean, my, my collection is very much quantity over quality (laughs) and the reason for this is that like records are really expensive and and even you know secondhand even if you're exclusively buying secondhand it's still really expensive to buy Mm. records yeah as soon as there is a well-known name on the cover like your prints your beatles anything like that yeah forget about it yeah it's like 30 40 dollars easy yeah and we're of a streaming generation we haven't got money for (laughs) paying for music (laughs) So we decided that the best way to build our record collections is to be a little bit adventurous and to go to those places where you still can get cheap records, uh, like op shops, school fates, garage sales, um, and, and, you know, pay as little as we can for them. Yeah, it takes a little bit more effort because you're not likely to find, you know classically you know good records yeah that's right i mean these these records are kind of languishing away in these collect like in these places Mm. for good reason yeah they're a little bit dusty um and they're you know probably not very good Mm -hmm. but you know with an open mind Mm -hmm. and a sense of adventure Mm -hmm. i think that we can sort the trash from the treasure and we can find some good stuff I really hope so. During this process, we can, you know, do a bit of research, do a bit of looking into stuff and educate ourselves just about music and and music of the past. And that's what I'm personally looking forward to, to to do a little bit of learning, because at the moment I'm a bit of a dunce. I don't know (laughs) all that much about music and music history. Uh, But with this podcast and this opportunity, I hope to know a little bit more. So each week, one of us is going to bring a record that we've found somewhere in the cheap bin and review it. And and we're going to look a little bit into the history and and decide whether it's going to make the ranks of our record collections. I want to know what your opinion is. How many do you think are going to be good? Like what kind of percentage? Um, well, I reckon it's going to be max 50% good. If but then the, the pessimist slash realist in, in me says, like, zero to five percent good. <laughs> well, there's only one way to find out. There's <laughs> too much Kamala in this world. This week, I've brought along a record that I've found. It's called Only You. It was recorded in 1984, and it's by a duo called Renee and Renato. Where did you get it, Tess? I got it at um, uh, Vinnie's 
in Hamilton up near Newcastle Way. Oh, very good. And how much did it set you back? It set me back exactly $1. Oh, I love that. That is the name of the show. Shiny gold coin. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. And uh, like if you were to buy it somewhere else, do you know what it is actually worth? Well, so there is an online resource that I often look at for record um, cost, like what what things are actually worth, called Discogs, and it's a it's an online catalogue. People sort of enter in the data of their record collections, and it kind of you know does an algorithm and it figures out how much things are actually worth and what it's selling for on eBay and whatnot. Now, this album in particular is not on Discogs at all. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. So, this is in no one's collections. <laughs> and no one has valued it. Oh, dear. And no one's looking for it. Mm, um, that's surprising. So so I can't give you a price, but I'm going to say it's it's priceless. Oh, okay. I'm going to say it's worth significantly less than that. <laughs> less, than, less than priceless. <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> and can you find it online to listen to if you chose to? No. So this is not in Spotify. This is not in iTunes. Nothing. Oh. So um, the, it seems the only copy in the world was in Hamilton Vinnies. Yeah. And I bought it for a dollar. So so I, I wonder if rarity equals good. You know, I think that is sometimes the case. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll see. There may be a reason why there are no copies left <laughs> anywhere. They've all, they've all been like hurled into the dump. <laughs> But there is a bit of stuff on YouTube that you can find mm-hmm. and and you'll hear a little bit today. We're going to play you some of the songs today as we talk through them. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at the cover. So this is um, uh, sort of like a like a prom photo yeah. of Renee and Renato. Yeah, themselves. The and uh, Kat, tell me what you see. Well, I see the human form of Mario and Peach, except the, from the Nintendo uh, game world, um, except I think that Bowser... The enemy has long since left and Peach and Mario have gotten married and Mario has let himself go. (laughs) He's looking a bit more rotund. No reason to do any more jumping or running. (laughs) However, Peach is keeping it tight. Like she is looking like, so let's get out of the metaphor of of the game. Um, Renee is looking hot. Like she's got this like slinky backless dress and like big uh, blonde bombshell hair. Yeah, she's like a classic 1984 like blonde beauty. She's got the blue eyes, the red lipstick. And Renato is <laughs> uh, kind of a walking stereotype. Not, n- not in the same league. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's um, I mean, he's a pleasant looking chap, mm-hmm. but he's got um, the, he's like very stereotypically Italian looking. Yeah, he's, he's got about to give you a spicy meatball. This... <laughs> He's got the swept back black hair. He's got a big fat mustache, and he's a he's a rotund fella. Yeah, and like I like that he has his arm around her, but I'm almost certain that he's not actually touching her. That he's just you know hovering his hand around her waist. <laughs> he looks very stiff, doesn't he? Yeah. Like I don't know if it's the maybe he's like the sort of guy that's a bit uncomfortable in a collared shirt or something, but mm. he looks he looks very posed yeah like the this photo is not screaming at me the word chemistry i'm not getting a lot of chemistry no no Mm. and it's very perceptive of you to pick up on that because i'm gonna shock you right now Mm -hmm. renee and renato aren't a real couple gasp (laughs) (laughs) oh no what (laughs) 
And I'll get in, I'll get into that a little bit later. Okay. I'll tell you the history behind Ooh. behind the duo. But you turn the record over now, and this is my favorite part because mm. on the back cover we've got another photo of the pair. And this is in the recording studio, a very nice, like, wood-panelled 80s-looking recording studio. Renee is playing a kind of a Casio keyboard, mm-hmm. and Renato is singing. Mm-hmm. And um, he's got, like he, – now he's, in, he, he's, like, settled into his groove. He's got um, an open-necked shirt and, like, gold medallions. Oh, this medallion is something else. Like, I'm looking closely at it, and there's, like – Two people on it. I wonder if it's his children or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, it probably is. He's actually, I mean, just to give you a little bit of background, his day job before he started singing, he he works in an Italian restaurant, a family-owned Italian restaurant. That is the least surprising thing I've heard in a really long time. (laughs) (laughs) That is precisely what it looks like he does. But I feel like he's just a, he's like just a good old family man, you know? Yeah. But, I, but the fa- my favourite part really is just the the star of the show is the wood panelling yeah. um, on the inside of the, um, of the recording studio. It almost looks like they're recording in a sauna or something. Yeah. Well, it does look like they're recording in a sauna because uh, Renato is as red as a beetroot. He's <laughs> sweating up a storm. He's, like, uncomfortably warm right now. Yeah, well, he's either singing with passion or... Yeah, it, it literally is very hot in that room. <laughs> yeah, except Renee is wearing this, like, big corduroy coat. <laughs> <laughs> Something's really amiss there. <laughs> so many things just aren't meshing here. We'll put a picture of the album up on our show notes so you can have a look yourself and, and, and truly appreciate mm, the, the, the just the white-hot chemistry between <laughs> Renee and Renato. It's really palpable. <laughs> Something to behold, that's for sure. All right, we're going to take a short break. um, And after that, we will launch in to listening to Renee and Renato. And we're going to give you our review and talk a little bit about the history of this exciting duo. Hooray! Just one cornetto, give it to me. Delicious ice cream of Italy. Di notte, gioca dream. Give me cornetto. Welcome back to Wonderla Vinyl. Uh, what you just heard was the Walls Cornetto ad from the UK from the 80s. Mm. Um, and it was rumoured that that voice, that singing voice, was Renato. Oh. Yeah, which is a rumour that his son has come out in public and emphatically denied. Oh, what an odd thing to have such a strong opinion about. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he's just not a Cornetto guy. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, drumsticks in this house only. <laughs> Let's jump into the album. Mm. We're going to start out listening to track number one. And this is probably the most typical Italian song that there possibly could be to record Mm -hmm. on this album. And it's called? This is called Volare. 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 Boppin'. Oh. 
So yeah, if you've ever watched any movie where there's a scene in Italy, mm-hmm. or even where someone Italian walks into the room, <laughs> you would have heard this song. Um, I do a woodworking class, and the other day, like one of the the guys like running the class, just like put on some music and. He asked for a country and a decade, and someone said Italy 1960s. And this song came on the playlist that eventuated not once, not twice, but three times <laughs> by like three different by people. By different people, yeah. yeah. Well, that's right. It's one of it's an extremely widely recorded song. Um, you might be familiar with the Dean Martin version recorded, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometime probably in the 60s. Um, but I did learn some interesting things about this song. It's actually originally a Eurovision entry for Italy. Oh. In, get this, 1958. That's a fairly long time ago. They had Eurovision. Oh, yeah. Then. Well, was ABBA not the first winner? They weren't the first winner. Uh, I think they were, they were just you know, famous one of the most from famous and popular gotcha, gotcha, winners. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, 1950, yeah, okay. But yeah, 58, that's it's a long time ago. Mm. It came third, but it ended up being one of the most popular Eurovision songs of all time. Mm. Well, you know what I'm hearing? Yeah. Like, uh, Renato has this kind of like uh, booming, imposing like presence. He's got this very strong voice. Yeah. And then like Renee comes in with this like kind of breathy voice. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah. the, the way this song you'd expect it to sound Renato's you know hitting the mark Mm. exactly and then yeah Renee's it's just she just brings a totally different energy to it yeah totally and it's not that she has a bad voice she doesn't she's got like you know good vibrato and you know it sounds pleasant yeah Yeah. but it's probably not what you sort of expect to pair with the strength of Renato's voice or, yeah. or the song itself yeah so I, I have to read you some facts that I learnt about this song I know I'm going on about the song and rather than Renee and Renato actually singing it but the the Wikipedia entry for this song has, has got some really hilarious facts so it was written by this guy called Franco Migliacci and it was first performed by a guy called Domenico Medugno? Medugno? <laughs> Something like that. Medugno. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Medugno. I, I think it is. <laughs> Migliacci started working on the lyrics of this song in June 1957. He was inspired by two uh, Mark, Chagall, whoop, Mark Chagall paintings. Um, so that day, he had planned to go to sea with Domenico Medugno, and um, while waiting for Medugno to show up, uh, Migliacci started drinking wine and eventually fell asleep. <laughs> so he got drunk, which is just like... And these guys are Italian, you say? Such, oh, okay. Such an understated way to say that. <laughs> you know, one day I just started drinking wine and I fell asleep. And I didn't stop until I fell asleep. But he fell asleep looking drunkenly at these Marc Chagall paintings um, in which one of them was a guy flying through the air. And when he, you know, eventually woke up from, you know, came to. um, He was like fully formed in his head. Had this idea for a song. Oh, yeah. Which became a huge number one hit song. And it also says Dorelli's first performance didn't have a big impact on the audience. Madugno's performance is now considered to be the event which changed the history of Italian music. Mm. During his performance, Madugno opened his arms as if he was going to fly. 
This contributed to making it the most successful of the San Remo, most successful song in the San Remo Music Festival, um, and marked a change in the way of performing. Since before that, Italian singers always stood perfectly still with their arms on their chests without moving. What? <laughs> on their chest? Yeah. Not even by their side? I guess it's just like hands to the heart and just, just you know, like oh, bouncing right. it out and just staying perfectly still. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine which is quite being, a stage presence. <laughs> imagine being alive then where the thing that blows your mind is like, this guy's hands are not at his chest but <laughs> out, right. at, at, out at his side. Stop the presses. <laughs> Call Rolling Stone. <laughs> Call Pitchfork. <laughs> this guy has changed the game. <laughs> All right. What's our next song? All right. So this next song we're going to listen to, um, this is this is the reason for Renee and Renato. This is their, their number one hit. And, and these guys are categorically one-hit wonders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This song, it, it did, you know, it did big bucks. It was number one in the UK for four weeks. Whoa, that's significant. Yeah. Four, four weeks. Yeah. And huh. it was the reason, well, one of the reasons for this, other than it just being a great song, uh-huh. is that it was Christmas time. Uh, oh, so it's like extra big deal because like UK Christmas number one, like that is... It's a big deal. Yeah. 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 They do big Christmas things over there. Yeah. So this song was written by the producer who brought Renee and Renato together. Mm-hmm. His name was Johnny Edward. Um, now, Johnny Edward was a former rocker and he was in a group called the Manish Boys. Now, like they, you know, are not an especially like big or famous band, but they are significant because he was in that group with another person who went on to be very famous, mm-hmm. David Bowie. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Back, back when he was David Jones. Oh wow. Um, so, so David Jones went on to be David Bowie, mm-hmm. and Johnny Edward went on to write this song. Ah, oh, cool. and bring Renee who's, and Renato together. Who's the biggest star? I don't so, know. <laughs> on par, really. Yeah, I mean, I think when, so. at that reunion, like yeah. they both got pretty, pretty big cards to deal. Yeah. Apparently, that Edwards originally wrote this song. As a joke, making fun of schmaltzy 1970s, <laughs> you know, music and, productions. And in, like, poking fun, he hit every single mark that people like about this kind of song, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. hit the jackpot. Huh. He, you know, oh, wow. I, I guess he, you know, realised that it maybe was a bit less of a joke when he started making piles of cash out <laughs> of it. <laughs> he knew he had to find the right singers. Um, he actually discovered Renato. Oh, can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah. Um, in the Italian restaurant that he worked at and oh. he was like performing. Oh, no, that would have been great, though. Like, oh, he's can behind, we pretend like it was? He's in the kitchen, like throwing up a pizza, <laughs> just singing right. opera. And it's just yes. like, oh, my God, <laughs> I must have you on my next song. Dust off that flower. That's You're right. coming with me. You're going to be singing with a blonde waif. It's going to be great. <laughs> No, sadly, it, it was a little bit more contrived than that. Yeah. But he, um, Renato entered New Faces. <laughs> so he didn't actually win, but he was seen by uh, Johnny Edwards. Ah, and yeah. he, you know, maybe potentially, you know, saw some star power in Renato. He, he knew that Renato had something, but, mm. but perhaps not everything. And so he mm. needed to bring someone else ah. in to... Ooh, I know what that thing is that he needed. Like sex appeal. Any kind of sex appeal and <laughs> yeah, charisma. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so he brought in um, a woman called Hillary Lester, 
and and she and changed, her, changed name her name to Renee. Renee. Yeah, because I Hillary guess Lester. Renee and Renato has a bit more of a ring to it than Hillary. Renato and Hillary Lester. Speak for yourself. I like it. <laughs> so this song, like I said, it was it was number one in the UK for four weeks. It got to number three here in Australia. Mm. Oh, so there's a video out there that you can see on YouTube for Save Your Love, and it's. It's incredible. It is something to behold, actually. I'll put it in the show notes so that you, you have the chance to be able to witness it. The best thing about it yeah. is that it was recorded two years after this song was recorded. And by that time, Johnny Edwards had already moved Hillary Lester, Renee, onto another group. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, because he, I don't know, maybe sort of was quite realistic about <laughs> Oh, Renee yeah. and Renato's longevity. Mm. Um, and so they have replaced Renee in the video with... A rando. Just an, an actor. Yeah. Um, and so every shot you can see of her face, she's, like, very far in the distance. Yeah, or, like, not looking anywhere near the camera. Like, you can see just, like, like yeah. a quarter of her they profile. shoot the back of her head. Uh-huh. <laughs> or just her hand or, like, a, <laughs> an extreme close-up of her eyes. Um, and it's it's really a beautiful video, and and you know if if we thought that the chemistry in Renee and Renato on the, the front cover. cover was you know getting us a little hot under the color color, this uh, the chemistry mm. in this video is just I mean second to none. Big Italian kiss in the fingers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Renato is just like kind of a just like a kind of a goofy guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's, he's, he's not a Casanova. No. Yeah. And it's not like his looks. Like, you know, being a big fat guy with a big fat moustache doesn't preclude you from having sex appeal. No, yeah, absolutely. There's plenty no, of, plenty of guys that can bring man, it that look like that. But yeah, he is just so yeah. stiff and yeah. so not a natural in front of camera. It is, yeah. It's actually quite endearing. Mm. Like, I'm quite endeared to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this video is, is something else. Take a look at it. We'll put it in our show notes. There's... There's actual heart wipes used <laughs> yeah, that's true. between the shots. It's really something of, and there's my favorite bit is when, um, so Renato is um, Romeo and Juliet style serenading Renee, who's in a balcony, mm-hmm. like the second floor up, and he's singing to her with with the reddest rose, the reddest, the rose. reddest rose, wearing a tuxedo. Yes, he yeah. is. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, at the end of his his chorus. He goes to throw the rose up to her, and it is just—it's like, so very clearly like not getting anywhere near like any kind of balcony. It's just the most effort, like like effortful, but it, it makes like half a foot of air. Uh huh. Not even. <laughs> and then just kind of like you can see it starting to like flop to the ground. Uh-huh. But then they cut, and Renee, a story up in the air, is catching. Is, so it's like a close-up shot of her hand, just like grabbing it out of fresh air. It's just masterful filmmaking and yeah. editing. Yeah. Uh, but in the song, like I feel like again, uh, Renee's uh, like breathy, very American voice just it clashes with. Renato's yeah. style. I think it works better in this song than it does in Valare. Yeah, probably. Because Valare, you kind of have those expectations already of what it should sound like. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, this one's... It's it is. It's like a... It is pure 70s cheesy pop. Mm. And, you know, it did very, very well. Mm. And like I said, coming out at Christmas time, it's a romantic song. Um, it actually... 
there's a book called 1000 UK number one hits and there's a quote from Renato in it and I'm going to read it in a bad Italian accent Ooh, yes. I can. <laughs> <laughs> and he says it's a very romantic song and it just happened to come out at the right time at the Christmas time <laughs> at a time when the chart was full of heavy rock and bang bang music <laughs> Maybe people wanted something romantic. <laughs> that was um, Italian by way of like Transylvania or something. <laughs> and it says, whilst Renato was proud of their hit, um, Renee saw it differently in the 90s. She said, um, you know, I think you have to laugh along with it. You have to take something for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never be ashamed of it. But at the end of the day, it was a novelty record. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I am glad that she has said it's a novelty record because I wasn't sure how aware they were. Uh, yeah, you know, I think they must be pretty aware. I mean, she's yeah. she's like a gun for hire, you know. She yeah. She's just a professional singer. She's been put in different groups. She's playing a role. Mm. I think she knows exactly what she's doing. <laughs> and then she gets, like, introduced to this, like, portly Italian <laughs> fellow and she's like, oh, boy. <laughs> well, we'll play the next song too because um, I feel like on this record they did give some – songs for Renato, some, you know, very Italian-y, like sort of opera-y sounding stuff to really showcase his particular comfort zone Mm -hmm. and range. Um, But they did throw a few in there, I think, for Renee to round it out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think think the idea is that these guys are supposed to round each other out Mm -hmm. and and bring different things to the table. Can I just very quickly say that I don't think Renato needs any help being rounded out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, slack. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I think you're great, Renato, if you're listening. Well, he's he's sadly he's not listening because Renato Renato's no longer with us. Oh well yeah. shit. That yeah, makes me feel you? awful. <laughs> Got a few more fat jokes you wanna make? <laughs> well I do, but I'm not gonna make them now. So this song is called I Wanna Give You Love. bit of a, a funk a bit of a groove to it yeah so i think that this like i said it's, it's an attempt to be a little bit cooler a bit more modern yeah i mean i like it it's like it's that kind of like wah wah guitar and then yeah. that sort of bouncy bass and and here we've got you know renee's sort of slow sexy voice fits it perfectly mm. yeah I, I can see this really suits suits hers She's got that, you know, that soft, breathy kind of voice. Sultry. That, yeah, she's mm. sultry. And this is, this is her wheelhouse, I mm. think. This is what she feels comfortable. You can see her kind of in a slinky sequined number, you know. Mm. Oh, yeah. But uh, just wait, because <laughs> Renato is about to come in. This, I actually blow really love socks this. Off. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. This is him trying to be as sultry. Oh, and he can't do it for very long. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that will be very, very soft and sultry. Like this! <laughs> Renato only has one speed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is, he is just bombastic and just, he's, you know, that powerful voice. Yeah. He can't hold himself back. Let's not be, let's not be like, you know, beat around the bush. This is a sex song. Yeah. Mm, I want to give you love. Like, there's no two ways about it. The music, yeah. like the way that it's produced, the music. Uh huh. This is a sexy song. Uh oh. Oh, I just imagined it. Yeah. Ew. 
It's not. Stop. It's not Why giving me, me like great <laughs> feelings about what is happening in Renee and Renato's bedroom. <laughs> she's like reclining on the, you know, the oh, chaise yeah. lounge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's got like a, you know, a cocktail and she's doing the, you know, the little finger Come like, here, mm-hmm. here Renato. Yeah. And Renato just bursts through the door. He's got a rose between his teeth. <laughs> He's like kicking over furniture as he (laughs) Get ready! (laughs) I have the reddest (laughs) rod! Oh boy. I mean, these guys, um, after the the big hit of Save Your Love, they had two contractually obliged follow up songs. Oh. And I, I think, yeah, I think that might one might have been one of them. And yeah. it, it flopped. Didn't, yeah. Didn't do well. <laughs> everyone was grossed out by it. <laughs> it's pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently after, you know, they, they disbanded, you know, like I said, Johnny Edwards very quickly placed yeah. um, Hilary Lester in a different group. Um, and Renato continued to sing on cruise ships and occasionally at his son's restaurant, which is called Renato's. Aww. And I feel like even though that's, that's not the big time, perfect. it's the perfect place for him. Yeah, no, I love that. I, You know what? If he was singing in the Italian restaurant that I was eating at, like, I would be stoked. You would eat it up. You would be... Literally and metaphorically. Gobbling it down with uh-huh. your lasagna. Uh-huh. As long as he doesn't play that Give You Love song, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think Renato just needs to be Renato. Yeah, that's you know? right. I think I it was a, probably a bit of a mistake trying to make him cool and sexy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to take a break again. And when we get back, we're going to reach our conclusion about this record, Only You, by Renee and Renato. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's that heavy metal kid himself. It's a metal Mickey! Welcome back to One Dollar Vinyl. Um, what you just heard was a snippet from a song from a TV show called Metal Mickey. And that is when you look up Johnny Edwards, who wrote Save Your Love and, and brought Renee and Renato together. Mm. Um, that's actually his, like, what he's most famous for is writing that song. Like, I'm famous for nothing. But if that was <laughs> what I was the most famous for, like, I'd... I really don't know how I'd feel about that. <laughs> you might you might take a, a letter to Wikipedia and say it's like, hey. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. You really don't have to put it up. <laughs> yeah, and like as weird as it sounded, um, it looks even weirder. So I'm going to put the yeah. YouTube video up on the show notes. Like it, it's it is just a bizarre. truly horrendous, um, like kind of a, a sitcom aimed at kids, but it's. It shouldn't be. It's, it's. I watched a bit of it and it's very unsettling. Mm-hmm. Have, a, have a look for yourself on the show notes. Mm-hmm. Kat, what did you think of Only You by Renee and Renato? Um, 
it was good. It was fine. Like I would be extremely happy to listen to it like while cooking slash eating an Italian meal at home. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and at zero other times. Like <laughs> I, I don't want to listen to it. Any other time other than, like, really just, like, being in that Italian moment. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that um, if you saw these guys, like, on a cruise ship oh, or, yeah. like, you know, singing at dinner theatre or something, you'd, it'd be great. Mm-hmm. I, I think that Renee and Renato, you know, when Johnny Edwards was, was bringing them together, he thought that they would round each other out. He thought that Renee would bring the sex appeal and the glamour and the modern edge and, and Renato would bring kind of like a bit of class. Mm. And, and those a bit pipes. Of like, yeah, vocal yeah. credibility. But there's just something so mismatched about their energies. Yeah. Um, and then, then, you know, just zero chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> that obviously, it, you know, it didn't really go on to build big things for them. But, you know, I, I think that they're like the classic 80s Italian a dessert tiramisu so renee is like the fluffy white english cream oh yes and renato is like the strong um italian coffee, coffee. but in, in order of it to be any good it has to be like really soaked in booze <laughs> <laughs> so if you were like two if glasses you... of red wine down and yes. you saw these guys performing you'd be like yes yeah if you were the writer of volare yeah. <laughs> just like Obviously, a booze hound. <laughs> Drinking wine and falling asleep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, then I can say that that would be a great uh, record to listen to. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, as like a record that you're going to put on over and over again in your house? Yeah. Yeah, not well, so much. Do you reckon you'll keep it? Will it stay in the ranks of your collection? Beyond, like, I think Save Your Love is my new karaoke duet. Oh, Yes. <laughs> And, you know, as all great karaoke songs are, like, no one knows it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always a crowd please yeah. <laughs> when you pick something really obscure. Yeah. Anyway, he's go, wonderful. Listen, listen, you've got to listen, listen. <laughs> Just listen to the words. <laughs> Trust me. Trust, Trust me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I don't think there's enough on this record to, like, keep me bringing, bringing back for more. So yeah. I, I don't think that this one's going to make my collection, no. Okay. If you were going to pay for it, how much would you pay? I think a dollar. Oh, yeah. A dollar, like what you paid for it is perfectly... I think it's absolutely worth a dollar. Yeah. And and I'm going to put it on Discogs. Oh, and, see if anyone wants it. See yeah. if you can make, make like a mean profit. Put it on for $2. I could, I could. Yeah. <laughs> so um, thanks very much for listening and we really hope that you enjoyed Renee and Renato. In fact, maybe let us know. Maybe you can buy it for a dollar off me. Our show notes can be found at $1vinyl.com. And you can search $1 Vinyl on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can email us at $1Vinyl at gmail.com and tell us what you think about Renee and Renato. Yeah, if you want to berate me for making jokes about the dead, please do. Yeah, or or for being racist against Italians. Bring it on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you liked this podcast, please subscribe, leave us a rating, maybe a comment. Join us next week for a very special Christmas edition of $1 Vinyl. Tis the season and we're going to be reviewing an album by the one and only patron saint of Op Shop Records, Kamal. Kamal, hooray. It's going to be great. And remember, as Renee and Renato sing, save your love for Roma and for us. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.